Hi, I'm Coach Landry, and the topic is, how will a baby affect your relationship? I was talking to a recent client of mine who had this question. Them, they're thinking about having a baby in their relationship, but they're a little scared about the effects of it. Um, and that's, that's perfectly normal to have. However, there are things you can do that can certainly um, help you uh, take on the brunt of having a child. We all know that having children is a blessing and a human desire. And one of the things people fear is, well, it may be a desire, but it sure does look stressful. And I don't know if my relationship will withstand it. So I'm going to go through some things you can do. Um, I'm going to try to name five of them that you can do to help you uh, kind of buffer your relationship to have the best and, and be at its healthiest during the process. You know, a, a recent study said that uh, build a secure and trusting view of your partner. That's number one. First of all, that's number one. You should not be having a baby unless you have a secure and trusting view of your partner. A secure attachment style characterized by feelings or safety, interpersonal trust, may help safeguard couples from just potential relationships and damaging effects. Because it, what it does, it means even in bad situations, if you need to take a nap, if you're too tired, if you're stressed out, you feel and trust that your partner can handle the full force um, if the relationship has some quality declines in it. And what that means is that means you're compatible and go back and watch some of my other videos. I'm going to make a video completely on compatibility at some point. But if you watch some of my other videos, I talk about compatibility a lot. Number two, manage your mental health. The more depression and anxiety ex ex experienced during pregnancy, the more individuals tend to report lower relationships and quality in their early years of parenthood. You can do things to... Uh, you know, stifle that by still doing activities together, still having movie nights, you know, even though you got the baby crying, but once it's asleep, put the baby next to y'all, y'all watch a movie and y'all whisper and say some funny things. Keep humor alive. Number three, find financial stability. Couples who enjoy higher incomes tend to be slightly buffered from the drops in relationship satisfaction. Money doesn't solve everything, but money certainly does make life easier. So if you can attain or make a job move that even though it might be more stressful at work, your home life will benefit from it. So you might have to say, my work life's going to have to suffer a little bit in order to make my home life a little bit better. But that only has to be temporary during the baby stage to help you have a little bit more relaxation. Number four, have a strong relationship before introducing a baby. I mentioned this in number one, but I'm going to go into a little more. Couples who experience high levels of conflict or poor communication before they have a baby, what do you think happens to those things? What do you think? They exponentially increase. If you can't get along about buying white or wheat bread at the store, what do you think is going to happen when you have a baby and you're talking about something serious? It's going to escalate and you're going to constantly have a lack of trust in your partner's decision making and you're going to fight. So at the time when super happy couples are at the highest intimacy, often experience sharp declines in positivity. Even that, did you hear that? Even positive highest intimacy couples go through a positivity drop. Though not unusual, but in general, a stronger relationship weathers these challenges better and can eventually get back to the state of full intimacy. Whereas couples who were bad before it even, you know, a baby entered the picture typically don't come back from these things very well. Number five, and this is going to sound funny, but have an easy baby. Just put your order in, right? <laughs> but unfortunately, some forces that act on a relationship are out of the couple's control, including a baby style, temperament. The parents, you know, of reactive babies or, you know, 
or babies with highly disruptive sleep tend to have worse relationships functioning than those who are gifted with easygoing babies. This is something you can't control, but this is something that you can prepare for. And that's what all five of these steps are. Help you prepare so that when the time comes, you're a little more buffer than you would be if you didn't. Okay. These ideals may take, may make the transition easier, but they're not all necessary, nor are they certain fixes for challenges that a baby brings to a relationship, but other factors not listed, you know, family work arrangements, you know, support from trusted friends, you know, maternity leave, all those type of things have, you know, get have realistic expectations of what's coming. And there's an ample room for more research into these experiences and whatnot. However, you're a human being, you're innate, you have a lot of abilities in you. And part of that is understanding and coping with stress. And when you're with the right compatible partner, these things aren't near as hard as they are when you're not compatible with each other and you should not be having a baby. So I hope this helps you. Um, I'll recap the steps one more time. Build a secure and trusting view of your partner. Number two, manage your mental health. Number three, find financial stability. Number four, have a strong relationship before introducing a baby. And number five, have an easy baby. Now, number five is always going to sound kind of funny. Anyways, if this information was helpful to you, and if you'd like to book a personal session, contact me via the email below. And if you found this information helpful, show your appreciation by clicking the PayPal donation button, and I will talk to you soon.